Hello, and thank you for joining me, Philippa Richard, on the Enriching Design podcast, talking about how design can make homes and cities better for people and better for the planet. A lizard, a cat, and a human walk into a bar. Ah, that sounds like the start of a joke, doesn't it? But unfortunately, it isn't. But it does lead me on to what I want to discuss here. Because those three beings would not react to the bar in the same way. The lizard is going to come in and is going to look around thinking, I can get food, I can get drink. These are all important things to my survival. He's also going to look and think, am I safe here? Do those people over there look dodgy? Where can I sit so that my back is protected? So that I... I'm not likely to be attacked whilst I'm eating and drinking. Now the cat is coming in and he's feeling a little more comfortable. Um, The lizard's already sat down safe and sound. So the cat now is, he knows it's probably safe because the lizard feels safe. He's thinking, is this going to be a nice place to stay? The cat is sees a nice roaring fire. This is an English pub. They tend to have roaring fires. So he thinks that looks warm and cozy. I could settle down comfortably here. Now the human comes in and she can see that this is probably a safe place to be. The lizard's sitting down and he's safe and the cat sat in front of a fire so it looks warm and cozy. And she's looking around Is there anyone here I know? And she maybe sees the bar staff and recognizes them and says hi. And maybe there's another customer there that she recognizes. And so she feels comfortable because this is a place that is offering the opportunity for her to have a nice time, relax, chill out and chat to some people she knows. Now that little story uses a model called the triune brain or three brain theory. And I find this model very useful for looking at how to design spaces or assess spaces as to whether or not they really work for people and whether each person who comes into this space will actually feel safe and comfortable within it. The triune brain splits our brain up into different sections as though we have within us a lizard that needs to feel safe, as though we have a mammal, in this case I've used a cat, who responds to things emotionally and wants to feel comfortable. And finally we have the human brain which is looking for higher processing and it's to do with language and communication and connection with other people. And this model then is useful for analyzing how we design spaces. But the model I use actually has four brains because I think there's one extra bit we need to add. And I've already discussed this in previous podcasts. It's the aspect of sustainability. So I bring this in by thinking that there's a fourth brain, which is 
the hive brain or the collective. So this is looking at the idea that at some deep level, we are all connected. We're aware that we're all connected. And actually, we feel better when we know that our actions are not damaging other people or our environment, but are actually working in harmony with all of that. So within the little story, in effect, there's another brain there, which would probably be the hive, that's looking at whether or not this pub is actually sustainable. And probably actually a lot of English pubs are because they've been standing there for hundreds of years and they don't tend to get updated very often. So they're not using lots of new materials. They're not constantly being pulled down and rebuilt. So they're pretty sustainable places. Why do we look at these four brains when we're designing? It's because actually for somebody to feel really comfortable in a space, for it to be really enriching, you actually need to satisfy each of these bits of the brain in turn. And the lizard is the starting point because if you don't feel safe in a space, then it doesn't matter how comfortable it is or how connected you feel, you're still going to be in fight or flight mode. We have to address each of these in turn for a space to really work for you. Now, I should point out that this is more of a useful analogy than necessarily being scientifically accurate. There are some debates still within the scientific world as to whether or not the brain really works in this way, but it's certainly a useful tool when we're designing. Hopefully I've whet your appetite about this subject and the upcoming podcast will go into more detail on each of these brains about how we are affected at each level and what implications there are for the way we design spaces and how we all live together effectively. Thank you for tuning in. You were just listening to the Enriching Design podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review and be sure to head over to digonhome.com and join the email list and our Facebook group for personal updates and access to special offers.